You need to act like you are the third monkey on the ramp to Noah's Ark and it's starting to rain, brother. You need to act like we are about to lose this election and you need to get out there and you need to vote. You need to be that third monkey. You need to see what's coming and you're about to get left behind. Welcome to Pop Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today we're talking about erections. What? Yeah. No. We're talking about elections. Oh, damn it. Uh, Autocorrect on the message you sent me said that this week's episode was going to be about erections and Uh, not elections. So I did all this freaking research. Is that why you were sending me all those pictures the whole week? (laughs) I'm like, Jesus. I kept getting them and I'm like, why is he sending me dick pics? Oh, damn it. All right. There goes all my research. Well. All right. As always, we appreciate the support. I guess we're done. Well, erections. You're man, a, you're an erection. This episode's going to be hard now. <laughs> Such a douchebag. Oh, God. Well, anyway, okay. Well, let's talk about uh, how important elections are going to be yeah. for coming up in 2022. Well, I got to pour me a stiff drink. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know what, man? We did. We don't get soft on about... me now, Jim. <laughs> this, is, talking about, this is what my life's become. <laughs> talking, about, talking about erections. How was your week, Dan? <laughs> well, I didn't get the shaft this week. That's for sure. <laughs> Toilet humor. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Stop. Can we please get serious? Shit. This is not the kind of show I envision. All right, well, let's go in head first. <laughs> All right, stop. We're done. <laughs> like forever? Look, look, you keep looking at me. Every time I say something, you keep looking at me like you're trying to figure out what the joke is. <laughs> we're done. When I'm finished, we're finished. <laughs> <laughs> you're such an idiot. You know, not only are you an idiot, there's like... 80% of our listeners are laughing their asses off right now. 20% are like, why am I listening to these guys? 20% like unsubscribe. Fucking assholes. All right. God damn. For real, how was your week though? What'd you do? Because it's been a while since we've been in. Yeah. We why had, haven't we been Because in? we had two really good shows that we uh, recorded in the same day. Yeah. And the, one was Gillum and uh, last week's was January Little John. Yeah. <laughs> how mad are you every time you listen to that? God dang, man. Those schools. Woo. And we're going to talk about that today, though. I, that's going to factor into November. That's going to really factor in. What did I do all week? I don't know if I did. Well, I blew you off twice. <laughs> I know that. Wait, wait, like just this week? Yeah. Or like, yeah, we're spo- yeah. Spo- blue, blue you. No, oh. no. Oh, no, we're done. Jokes are over. Uh, Yeah, no, we're supposed to be in here Thursday. Nah. Supposed to be in here last night. Nah. But we're here now. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, and things we, got busy. And well, and you made the right call. I mean, we would have got in here late, oh, and it would have been your mind wreck. wasn't in it. No, it would have been a wreck yesterday. Just a rough day at work, rough last call. Then I get home late. Oh God, I was asleep within twenty minutes of walking in that door. I would have been a mess here. Probably would have made for a good show. <laughs> I don't know, man. I would have been. I'd have been sleeping. You'd have been talking. All right, so uh, what do we want to talk about? We want to talk about November, and I think we should talk about November because of our delay. If we don't start talking about what's coming up, we're going to be... Right up against it. Yep, 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 and then we're not going to have time to talk about anything. But I don't think I want to talk about... I don't want to talk about candidates. I don't want to talk about elections. Everybody knows how that works. But there are some things that I think we should talk about. One of the biggest things I think we should talk about 
and we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna get into the whole how everybody should feel about going into November. But Republicans are too comfortable right now. Yeah, too comfortable. Everybody thinks there's going to be a big red wave, right? Eh, I don't even have to do anything. Democrats are so fucked up. I don't even have to do anything. It's going to be a huge red wave, and everybody's confident. Don't be confident. Or complacent. Very complacent. You know why? Because you think it's going to happen. You think, oh, man, Democrats are so. Well, let me tell you something. Democrats are out fundraising Republicans by a ridiculous margin. Even with the bullshit they're putting out, huh? By a ridiculous margin. And they've always been better at fundraising than we have. But if you get complacent now and you think that this thing is a slam dunk, then we are going to lose big. And we have must-win states, especially for the Senate. Coming up November, we've got Senate races in Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio, Missouri, Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, Washington, and uh, Alaska. And think about those states that you mentioned, Arizona, you got Pennsylvania, you got Georgia, you got all those states that were key, like weird swingers in the presidential. Look, Ohio is a must win, right? I, I wasn't a big J.D. Vance fan, but I'm going to be 100% behind J.D. Vance. Now, we have to win that seat. We can't lose that Republican seat in Senate. And I see how they're running his opponent. They're running his opponent, and like he's like a denim guy. He's wearing like a denim jacket, and like he, they're not, they're not saying like, that he's a Democrat at all. He's like, we're for the working people. Yeah. You know, he's running that. And we're going to talk about him, but you got like Fetterman out there in Pennsylvania who's just running like a normal guy, talks like me and you. The guy's a fucking lunatic, man. Not only a lunatic, but had a stroke. Yeah. Had a stroke before May and is just, I mean, I don't know what it is with these Democrats running these people that are mentally defective. Uh, because it works, apparently. Well, apparently it does work, right? I mean, I can't. Can you imagine a conversation between John Fetterman and. Uh, Biden. I mean, oh. I might, I might pay on pay-per-view to see it. <laughs> you imagine those two debating. God damn. And it's not funny. It's not funny. Fetterman had a stroke. I mean, clearly he is uh, cognitively not all there now. Um, he's a Lieutenant governor in Pennsylvania. He's running for Senate out there. Um, but you can't count him out for that because he's doing, he, he's doing good again with the fundraising, right? This is a Pennsylvania Senate seat. And you know where all his money's coming from? Where? California, New York. Oh. It's all coming from out of state. That sounds right. And he's making a ton of money, and he's going against Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz has never been my guy. A little too soft for me. But you know what? I would vote for him over over Fetterman. Jesus But Christ. that's another one of those candidates that Donald Trump endorsed when everybody was like, come on, man. Donald Trump thinks he can, he can raise money. Here's the thing, though, is I heard a little conspiracy theory that – the Democrats are funding some of these weaker Republican candidates because they would rather these Repo- these weak Republican candidates win the primary, so and they're then easier get to slaughtered beat. in the, in the general. And it makes sense, and I wouldn't put it past them, right? I mean, they, well, remember how a bunch of people were saying that Democrats went to the polls, pulled a Republican ticket just to do that. Yeah, I said that. Back, back when we were doing our constitution meetings. Yeah, well, you're just, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, but I was saying, like, if you want to beat them. No, you're crazy. You, you got to go there and put a guy up nah. that, that they won't vote for. Right, you're crazy, though. Yeah. Until you're not, and it all came true. Yeah, and unless you heard your conspiracy from Jeff, I don't know if it's true. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. That's true, too. But it, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. Jeff has been sending us some shit. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if you like. Yeah, no, I, I look at it. You look at him. It's, he always sends it the worst time for me. <laughs> it literally comes in at like 2 a.m. Yeah, or, 
or even if it comes in the afternoon, I swear to God, he has a tracker on me. Like he knows when I'm busy and he's like, I'm going to send these guys some heavy shit. <laughs> he's, he's so deep. It's not really helping him with his full show that, that we want to give him because some of it is, but he's hammering home the stuff that we don't want right. to touch. Right. 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 But maybe, well, maybe we will. Uh, maybe it depends. It depends. I, I, you know, I learned a valuable lesson from Alex Jones. Um, <laughs> Shit ain't cheap. <laughs> yeah. 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 Alex Jones, man. Alex Fucked Jones, around. Found out. He's about to, he's about to file bankruptcy, bro. <clears throat> you know, rightfully so though, man, Alex Jones was way out there. That shit he was saying was crazy. If I was one of those parents in Sandy Hook, ooh, God, I'd be livid. Anyway, I digress. Uh, so we got elections coming up in November. I was listening to, I think it was Hannity. Yeah, it was. It was Hannity talking to um, Bill O'Reilly. Okay. And they were talking about the five things. There's only five things that you need to focus on, right? You can't allow the Democrats to keep taking you into the weeds on all this other crazy shit. When you had an abortion. Right. Who cares? Were you at a gay rights? Who cares? Were you at a me, me, me? Who cares? Me, 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 me. Who cares? Me, me, me. Right. Who cares? Right. There's really five things. And, and it's all true. There are five things that you need to focus on here. And if your candidates aren't in line with you on these five things, then you vote for somebody else. And it's simple five things. I, I think I saw the same thing. Right? It is. It is a very simple five things. And everybody already knows what these five things are. So first, I guess we'll get, I guess we'll just get into the five things. Right. So first uh, we'll, we'll focus on the economy. I mean, that's gotta be number one, right? You can say they can, the Biden administration can say, Hey, we had zero inflation last month. Okay. Well, we're still at what? 9% or some bullshit. I mean, it's just, it's outrageous. It's just kind of like, they're like, Hey man, gas went down 20 cents. Okay. But we're still up $2, still up two bucks. Now. Yeah. It's down 20, 20 cents. That's great. Two years ago, we were $2 cheaper. But they also have the backing of that fourth arm that you talk about. Because if Donald Trump was still in office, they would say, gas is down 20 cents, but we're still up $2 from where we were this time last year. Oh, sure. Because Donald be, Trump. They'd all be laughing at him. Yeah. Right? They'd, oh, this yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. So Target comes out on uh, with their second quarter prediction or uh, their, their second quarter results. And they're saying that they are down 90%. 90% decline since second quarter last year. Okay. Their profits, 90% down. So you can't, you know, this is one of those things where just because the Democrats are saying this is not a recession, everybody knows this is a recession, right? They're feeling it everywhere from the grocery store. Do, recession, no, recession does not matter. It doesn't matter how many jobs are available. It doesn't matter how many people are working. It matters what our growth is. And we've had two consecutive quarters of negative growth. That is a recession. They can call it what they want and call it what they want. It is a recession. Don't fall for their bullshit. Don't, they're, they're going to make you think everything's great here. You know, it's not, I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat, you know, it's not right. You know, things aren't good. We're going to have a third quarter of decline and they're going to be like, that's never happened in history, so that technically isn't the, def the definition of Exactly. <laughs> Listen, we've had eight straight quarters of <laughs> negative growth, but you know what? Only one way to go from here. There's a <laughs> We're trending up now, I think. Exactly. You know and the media is going to be like, oh, oh, great. That was great. Oh, yeah. Oh, Joe. <laughs> Ugh. Um... 
Second one is energy. Ooh, close to the heart for me. Well, and we're buying our energy now from countries that hate us. We're buying our energy. We're over there begging Iran. We're begging Saudi Arabia to, to increase production. And they're like, meh. How about if you just fuck off a little bit? Yeah. Why don't you go over there and fuck off? And we're going to stay over here with all of our oil. He was handed an energy independent country. We have the capability. We have the capability to flood the market right now. Texas is telling people not to recharge their rechargeable cars, their electric cars. They're telling people to, hey, keep your AC above 78 degrees. God, never sleep again. I was talking to a guy at a party on Saturday and he was like, I keep my house at 67. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, the wife looked at me like, can we, can we do that? I, keep, I was like, no. I, I keep my 68, 68 in the summer. Nope. But you know what? If Ohio went, hey, look, you got to keep your air conditioners 78 degrees because people have to charge their electric vehicles. I'm going to be like, yeah, okay. Right down to 68. I don't give a shit. 72. You know, here's the thing too, with, with, with Biden's, Inflation Reduction Act. Bullshit. It is bullshit. It's because not as do soon anything. as they passed it, it wasn't the Inflation Reduction Act anymore. It was the climate bill. Well, right. And there's all these there's all these rebates in there for electric vehicles, right? If you look at all the higher end electric vehicles, almost all of them had a sudden price increase of uh, almost equal to seventy five hundred dollars. It's true. Sixty two hundred, seventy five hundred. Yep. They all went up the price of the rebate. And anybody, nobody's losing money there, right? Except you, except the people. But they want all these electric vehicles on the road by whatever date. You know, what, what do they want? 10%, I think. They're hoping for 10% of, of all vehicles on the road to be, be electric vehicles. But they've invested nothing into infrastructure. Well, I mean, they have. They put a lot of money in the infrastructure. The infrastructure bill passed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well. But all it did was <clears throat> give them money to tear down coal plants. Right. Right, which is... And to, and to wrap up nuclear plants. Which is not investing in infrastructure. And you know what? That's like every other bill they put out, right? Inflation Reduction Act. All, all you have to do is look at the exact opposite of what the name of the bill is, and that's what the bill is actually going to accomplish. And let's pass it before the CBO can put a report out on yeah. it. Yeah. then we can be like, we, we didn't know. Inflation Reduction Act is going to do nothing but increase inflation, right? Patriot Act has nothing to do with being a patriot. But you know what? It says patriot in it. So it's kind of like me going to Walmart. Oh, there's some red, white, and blue shit. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to call it the Patriot Act. Everybody get on board because you're patriots, right? Are you a patriot? Yeah. Well, better vote for this. It's the Patriot Act, my friend. They would never name one that right now because patriots are... Oh, yeah, we're terrorists. Bad dudes. Affordable Health Care Act. <laughs> Did your health care get more affordable with the Affordable Health Care Act? Every year it got more expensive for me. Exactly. When I tried to... To opt in. No, but it's the Affordable Health Care Act. Whatever they name these bills, it is the exact opposite of what actually happens in real life. And everybody knows it. Well, so why do they buy it? Well, nobody really knows it, right? Like Nancy said, hey, you got to pass it to know what's in it. Got to yeah. vote yes. If you want to read it, got to vote yes. I'm going to vote no. No, you're not allowed to read it then. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're dropping them to you with a vote in 14 hours, and it's a 6,000-page bill. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? I don't care how many staffers you got. You're not reading it all no. and taking it all in. No. Finding where the bullshit's at. Right. You, you just got to get lucky, right? I mean, should we do a show where we take this this climate change bill they just passed and go through it like we did the omnibus just so people can know how, like, how ridiculous it is? I mean, we could. I mean, it's, I mean, it's crying over spilled milk now, but I'm just surprised they did, what was that, 700 
billion. Like they're, they're still scared. They have to have something real important to go over a trillion, but they're just going to soak this whole entire country up of all the dollars until it falls. They're oh. squeezing every dollar out of it until it falls. Well, we're already paying. We're already paying. We're already paying for this stuff with monopoly money. We're paying for this stuff with shit, with, with money that's not real, with money that's just in a calculator somewhere. It's just in, in print. It's not, we I don't wanna, have the money. I know, but I want to see the, I want to see the number. Like, let's talk about the last five years and all the money that they passed through these bills. Oh God. Like there's only a few places in America that print the money. So my question is, is how is the printer running like 24 seven? Just and like, they probably didn't even put a dent in how much they've passed since they started spitting out sheets and sheets, a hundred dollar bills. But it's not real money. They're printing. They're not printing right. money. They're just this. adding zeros they're to their ledger. Add, right. Exactly. Exactly. Their digital ledger. We're, we're zero, printing the same zero, amount of zero. money. We're just increasing the ledger <laughs> until we can't. Until Moving the decimal point. Absolutely unsustainable. We got economy. We got energy. Borders. Who in their right mind? I don't. Well, there's, but, there are some leftists out there. Absolutely open borders. Foreign nationals pouring into this country. Man, and I watched uh, these guys get off of a bus in New York. And the guy that was standing at the bus who was helping them get off was shaking their hands as they were coming off the bus. All like, you know, uh, 20s, 30s, something year old males. Welcome to America. <laughs> They're getting put up in hotels because I understand what Texas is trying to do with these oh, with DC fantastic. and New York. But it's also helping them achieve their goal of getting their new voters. Well, yeah, but the places they're sending them, it doesn't matter. It's not going to change. You're not going to change New York city. I think it was on its way to changing uh, during the lockdowns when, when, you know, I mean, half those people who, who, who even Maybe. leaned in the middle left, but you, you know, know what? I'd rather have them going to New York and to DC than like Wyoming. Yeah. But San Francisco, you know, that, that place is going to burn up and then the people are going to have to eventually change what they're doing. Will they? Yeah. Eh, yeah. So far, you'd think they would have by now, right? Man. Nope. You know saw, what we're going to do? We're going to legalize pooping in the street. You know why? Because we're so progressive. Look at us. We're, we're the model. Care. We're the model. Because you, you're racist. <laughs> hey, look, why are you complaining about that black man pooping in the street? Yeah. Do you hate black people? You must. You know, there's a guy I listen to, and I've reached out to him, tried to get him on this show. And he's the host of uh, the Survival Podcast. He has this thing that he says it's called orphans, uh, flowers for orphans, right? Okay. So this bill, these bills can come out and just contain nothing but absolute bullshit, right? Inflation Reduction Act. But in there, they have a thing where they're going to give $30,000 for flowers with orphans. And as soon as you complain about the, inf- the, the, the Inflation Reduction Act, they're like, oh my God, you hate orphans. You do. You hate orphans. Why don't you want to give flowers to orphans? They don't have parents. Meanwhile, $1 trillion is a bunch of bullshit and spending money on 87,000 IRS agents. But because you speak out against it, now you hate orphans. And that's what they do. That's what they do. They can deflect. They can say, oh, my God, Jim Jordan hates orphans. He doesn't want to give orphans flowers. They have nothing. They have nothing. Meanwhile, Jim Jordan's like, why do we need 87,000 IRS agents? It's only like 1,200 and some change per state. What's that? If they took the 87,000 and divided it by all the 50 states, I think it's like 12, 1270-ish. Does that sound right? Does it? It might. Because if it's only 87,000 well, yeah, or, or if it is, 
the number is that big, right? 87,000, right? Divided by the 50 states. Mm-hmm. Oh, 1,740 mm. per state. Guess but, what, Jim? I like my odds. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and keep saying that. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing, and everybody's already said it. This isn't a new concept <laughs> at all. But, you know, so they say Biden's magic number is 400,000, right? Nobody, we're not going to go after anybody making less than 400,000. Problem is, there's not that many of those people. I mean, there's a lot. Don't get me wrong. There's only, what, less than 20, I don't know. How many billionaires are there in America? It's less than 100. Um, uh, no, it's definitely less than 100 you billionaires. Think, yeah, I thought yeah, there was 1,000. Yeah. No, no, it's less than 100 billionaires. Oh, just in the country. Yeah. That's right. And then you got millionaires. I mean, 87,000 IRS agents. 614 billionaires. Billionaires, really? Yeah. I thought it was less than 100. That's, I mean, that's what the Google said. Who is that? Wikipedia. Aww. I thought it was less than 100, I, but I don't have anything to back that up. Either way, 87,000 IRS agents are going to weed their way through all that pretty quick. And not only are they going to weed their way through that, they don't really want to go after those people, right? Because what do those people have? They got uh, accountants. And money to fight them. And, and lawyer money. <laughs> they will they'll take the IRS to court for years. They don't care. You know who doesn't have the money to take the IRS to court? The person who they're looking at that has 600 in their Venmo account. 601. Right. (laughs) Me and you, right? The guy making $70,000 a year. I don't have money to take the IRS to court. And they know that. They know they can just come after me. I'm going to acquiesce. I'm going to say, look, I don't, okay, do what you're going to do. I don't have money to fight you. Yeah. That's who they're. Let me put me on the payment plan. That's who they're coming after. Have you seen the video of the IRS agents with the training? Yeah. it's unbelievable, right? It's unbelievable. I mean, how many times they flag each other? That is, you have to have a basic understanding of firearms and safety before you can be trained at this level, right? They don't even have that basic understanding. And these guys, and this is one of the things that Survival Podcast was talking about, is you're hiring 87,000 cowards, right? Guys that are scared, guys that know how to crunch numbers, and they're scared. And when they get into a situation- 3%. of those guys are going to be able to pull that jammy out. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, no, no, no. I think they're all going to be able to pull it out. Uh, How many are going to be able to pull the mission off, though? Yeah. Right? But you're you're hiring people that are scared, that are scared. And they're going to be going over to houses to seize property of pissed off Americans. Put people in cuffs. And these guys are going to get pissed. They're going to start yelling, screaming, whatever. And I can tell you, you know, we, we talk about revolution in this country, and nobody wants to see that, right? I mean, I... I was worried when, when Clive and Bundy got killed, right, that that, that was going to spark it. But I could tell you this. You start sending the king's tax collectors into people's homes and they start killing Americans over taxes, buddy, that is not going to end well for anybody. It's not going to end well for anybody. And it's going to happen. You can't send all these 87,000 mopes into people's houses that don't know, have never been in a conflict, probably never got punched in the face with guns and expect something bad not to happen. Why do accountants need guns? I don't understand. You audit me, you find out I'm lying, you've got the tools to garnish my my paychecks. Like, I can't even stop it at that point, right? <laughs> right. Like, the money doesn't even come to me. It just goes right to you. Why do you need guns to come into my house? That's a good question. Why do you need gun? What are you looking for? Are you looking for cash boxes full of cash that I didn't, I didn't claim? I mean, why do you need guns? Can somebody answer that? Why do accountants need guns? I'll wait. 
they're going to, well, they're just going to take my, my gold dollars that I keep in the safe for my nieces and nephews for their graduation parties. Well, they better bring metal detectors. I put, I put a hundred gold dollars in a crown Royal bag for every niece and nephew or child. Who's a best friend's kid of mine. That's like a niece or a nephew. And a lot of times they're like, what the, f- the fuck is this? <laughs> Can you just give me a check like normal people. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I will not. So it's got a bunch so of teeth marks in it. Gonna, every time you give it to him, you're like, ah, they're going to crack open the safe. Yeah. I mean, pull, pull out my, my gold dollars. And as soon as you, as soon as you give them any resistance, are they going to pull this shit? Like they're pulling in the videos where they're flagging <laughs> each other and just throwing rounds all over your house. I, I, I don't understand. Oh, dude, I'm telling you this. Ugh. Anyway, we got a, a economy, energy, borders, law and order. That has got to be one of your big, that has to be one of the things that you're going to the polls for. And if you're a Democrat and you're living in Chicago, you're living in Detroit, you're living in Minneapolis. San Fran. San Fran. You're living in any of these big cities. You know that it's not working. You can call to defund the police. You can listen to your politicians spouting off all this defund the police, fuck the man. You can you can listen to all that, but you know it's not working. Do you feel comfortable sending your 15-year-old kid out to the store at night? No. You know he's not coming home. You know he's going to get killed. And yeah. you don't even have to send him out to the store. You could be in your house in Chicago celebrating an eight-year-old's birthday and that eight-year-old gets shot in the head through a stray bullet through the window. You are not safe. You know you're not safe. And I never understood why. So they'll they'll be like the George Soros funded DA in this city, in that city, in this city. Like, what's the purpose of it? Well, I understand pro- they're trying to give them light sentences. I understand they're trying to keep the criminals on the street. But what's what's the means of that? Why would you, why would you fund that if you're him? For the instability? I guess. I guess. How come no one's ever asked him? (laughs) Is he going to answer anybody? He's literally like. Is he even real? Yeah. He's real. I don't know, man. He seems like. uh, Oh, God damn it. What's the the, the Krampus? (laughs) What the fuck is that? It's the the anti-Santa Claus. Have you ever seen this guy? The monster looking guy? And if you're a bad kid, he comes and he steals you like on Christmas Eve. Throws you in a bag and takes you with him. He's that guy. Yeah, he's, he's like the, the Krampus. He's like the yeah, the chupacabra. And oh, it, <laughs> everybody says chupacabras are real. Have you ever seen one? Nah. How about Bigfoot? Nah. When I was listening to a podcast that had one of the guys, um, one of the former military guys that was uh, going over on his own to get people out of Afghanistan, he said that George Soros Jr. funded a lot of that, which is that guy's son. So I can't even say that George Soros Jr. is like a Republican or a conservative or anything, but at least that kid jumped up there and put his money up and, and had a mission and went out with, I think Tim Kennedy and like, can you imagine how awesome that would be? George Soros dies and his son's like, I right, listen, I'm taking <laughs> a, all my dad's money. Here's what we're doing now. There's a new sheriff yeah. in town. Here's what we're doing now. But we've got all these candidates that are running now, right? You got Fetterman, Fetterman who has called for release of one third of Pennsylvania's prisoners. One third. Nonviolent. Well, whatever. I, maybe a third. That's a lot. That's a lot. Now, listen, you want to release a couple of dudes who got caught with a little bit of pot? Fine. But you can't tell me that releasing a third of the prisoners in the prison system is going to make anybody safer. I don't. What are you looking up? Are you looking up how many are nonviolent? Just how many are in Pennsylvania, right? But you got Fetterman calling for that. You've got this guy in Wisconsin, Democrat Senate candidate, Mandela Barnes. He's running there. If you're in Wisconsin, you're listening to this. 
Mandela Barnes is running in your state, right? Here's what Mandela Barnes has to say uh, about about your your safety. And, you know, defunding isn't necessarily as aggressive as, as a lot of folks paint it. Paint it. Yes, it you is. Know, school budgets get cut almost every year. Uh, the arts budgets get cut almost every year. You know, music programs, all these programs see budget cuts, uh, unfortunately. And it's the result. That's a part of the reason why we are where we are, uh, because our youth don't have the outlets that they once had uh, to express themselves. And, you know, every other budget that gets cut is it, it seems like, oh, well, you know, we just had to cut this budget. We had to do what we had to do. We had to tighten up our purse strings. We had to tighten up our belt. But the minute you talk about you know, reducing uh, a police department's budget, then it's like all hell breaks loose and everybody everybody acts like you. It's because you are signaling Armageddon. You cannot compare a police department's budget to an arts budget. And furthermore, I would like to see his numbers on that. Because I know when the COVID relief bill came out, right, which was nothing to do with COVID or relief, all that money went to went to the arts, right? Um, the Kennedy Center. Kennedy Center, right? They got billions or millions or whatever they got. I don't remember how much now. Uh, but you can't, I would like to see where the arts are actually getting their budgets cut. All right. But then this guy wants to go further and say, well, you know what? This is why people are committing crimes. These kids can't go paint anymore. They can't go paint landscapes. This is why, this is why, but then he's going to compare police department budgets, law and order. Where does the arts make your life safer? I mean, it does give you a place to go, but. Well, but where does it make you at night? When somebody's trying to break into your house, do you think having a fully funded arts program is going to help you? Not in the slightest. No, not at all. But this is the thinking from these, these Democrat Senate candidates. And I'm telling you, if they take the Senate, they are going to push through their entire agenda. And you can sit home and you can say, ah, these Democrats really fucked this up. We're going to win this. I don't need to go vote. You better act like man. Uh, what was that saying I saw? God, I wish I had it. I want to print it out and put it in here. But, you know, you need to act like you are the third monkey on the ramp to Noah's Ark and it's starting to rain, brother. <laughs> you know, you need to act like we are about to lose this election and you need to get out there and you need to vote. You need to be that third monkey. You need to see what's coming and you're about to get left behind. Because if you're going to sit home and you're going to fucking just count on everybody else, or you're going to count on the Democrats just imploding, you are in for a rude awakening. Every vote is still going to count. Don't get, don't get complacent because guys like this Mandela Barnes, he gets in there. They're going to be defunding police in Wisconsin. I'm telling you right now. And there's a lot more like him. This is a Senate candidate. There's, there's city candidates. There's County candidates. There's state candidates out there. that are all thinking the same thing he's thinking. This defund thing and has never worked. Well, here's something interesting about PA. As of October 1st, the number of people incarcerated in the state correctional facilities is 36,000. The lowest since 2001. The population total reflects a reduction of more than 8,300 individuals since the onset of COVID-19, which is pretty close to already 9% released from COVID. Yeah. So you want to take... You and know, I can tell you right now that those that are released, they're not releasing murderers. They're releasing all the nonviolent. Yep. So you're down nine percent of nonviolent already. Nine mm-hmm. percent of total population, yeah. all nonviolent. 
right? So you're talking about another 9,000 probably if, if they got their way. But And if, if you think about the people that are mad that we don't have Brittany Griner back for having drugs over there in Russia. I don't give a shit about Brittany well, Griner. Well, I know that. But a bunch of people are sitting back here going, hey, I know a dude in jail right now. Right. For weed. Right, right. Let's talk about getting him out. You know, and I know there's a lot of people out there who are like, ah, Brittany Griner's still an American. We need to have her back here on American soil. Nah. You know what? She went over there knowingly violated Russian law. She needs to do Russian time. Okay? Maybe we wouldn't do that here in this country. That ain't this country. And they hate Americans. You're going in there knowing they hate Americans, and you're going to go in there and just thumb your nose at their laws? You get what you, you get, didn't Mind your P's and Q's. Get what you get. I don't care. You know what else I don't care about? Tell me what else you hate, Jim. I'll tell you what else I hate. Minnesota. Minnesota schools. Have you seen this? Minnesota. I, I, I can't even say it right. They're, they're looking at laying off 11% of their teachers. Right? Oh, I did see that. But there's such a teacher shortage. There is. There's a teacher shortage. But mm-hmm. you know what? We're going to lay off 11%. But you know what else we're going to do? We're going to. We're woke. We're woke. So before we lay off one teacher of color, we're going to lay off all the white teachers. The Which, courts are like, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> you can't do this. Right now, they're still doing it. Probably not going to be able to do it. But that's what they came up with. We're going to lay off white teachers, not teachers of color. We're woke. <laughs> Three quarters of those people are going to be like, I don't identify as white. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're going to be like, but you have red hair. Yeah, but all those teachers before this supported all their woke politics, right? All right. the schools woke. Hey, man. Woo, Black Lives Matter. We're with you. Now you're about to lose your job. You know why? You're white. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, because you're on the wrong side now. You've always been on the wrong side. The left is going to eat itself every single time. They don't care about you. They care about you furthering their agenda. That's That's all they care about. They don't care about you. You can put your Black Lives Matter flags up. You know, it's just like all these, when, when all these riots were happening and these stores would put Black Lives Matter, we support Black Lives Matter in their windows, trying to get people not to bust in their store, right? And what'd they do? busted in that store. They didn't give a shit about your little flag you had up. They went in there and they destroyed your store. They don't care. The left does not care about you. Black Lives Matter does not care about black folks. Black Lives Matter cares about Black Lives Matter. They care about buying million dollar houses. That's all they care about. Because if they cared, they'd be in Chicago every single night protesting. They don't care. God damn. Nobody cares about you. 30 seconds out, man. 30 seconds out, they sell stickers. It says, nobody's coming. It's up to us. Ain't nobody coming to save you. Nobody is coming to save you. It is up to you to save yourself. Where are we at? Law and order. Oh, so the Minnesota schools, but that falls into my parental rights. That's got to be the fifth thing. And the Democrats are ignoring this. Virginia won on parental rights. Right? Yunkin. Florida. Parental rights. Got the bill passed. Most popular governor, I think, ever in the history of the fucking world, man. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Sounds right. I'm in. Parental rights is where it's at. People are sick of this. And Minnesota, you know why they're laying off those teachers? They can say what they want. But you know why they're laying them off? Because of this woke bullshit. Because their enrollments are down. Because people aren't going to their schools anymore because they're sick of this bullshit. They're sick of you trying to teach their kids things that have nothing to do with school. They're homeschooling. They're going to charter schools, whatever. They are fleeing your public schools, and now you're laying off 11% of your white teachers. I thought I saw a stat that said, like, uh, 
nationally school enrollment is down 9 million. That's a big number. I believe that. I believe that. It's a big number. You know, and if we can, if we can get Jack Spierko, he's the, Jack Spierko is the guy uh, from the survival podcast. And one of the things he says on there is, look, I understand that you can't homeschool your kid. You're a single mom. You got to work three jobs. You don't have time to sit home every day and, and homeschool your kid. He says, but you know what we do? Get to know your neighbors, right? And you guys form basically a co-op. You don't even have to be there, but you're with like-minded people who are going to homeschool a group and you homeschool your kids in the way that you believe in the things that you believe in. You know, one of the, God, I keep going back to him. But, but all you have to do is get them to get their diploma, take the test, get the diploma. Yeah. And get ready for that SAT and AC, That's ACT. It. That's it. I mean, you got to, you know, you have to send your, your stuff to the state and, you know, to your curriculum and right. all that. And in home ec, I'm going to teach them how to start a fire with a ferro rod. You know, he, right. Well, Exactly. Exactly. I had a friend on Facebook that posted a picture of ninth grade day one, and it was a bunch of fucking algebra bullshit, man. Like I'm looking at this. I'm like, what? And I left a comment on there. I said, never to be used again. Teach her how to avoid high interest credit and how to, how to set a family budget. That's what she needs to know. How to balance a checkbook. Yeah. Right. Well, I was going to say that. That kind of dates you. I don't know how many people use checks anymore, but yeah. Why don't we teach them that? Why don't we teach them how to avoid getting into some predatory loan? How about that? Algebra. The fuck? You should see this shit. I should. I actually. I, should, I don't, don't want to see I it. should post that picture is what I should do. It's just ridiculous. Day one. Like not even like, hey, kids, this is what we're going to learn. Nope. Dive right into it. But the reason why homeschooling is so hard for people is because you think you have to do it yourself. And again, this was from the same, same podcast. He says, you know, you remember when you were growing up. And you'd be on your bike on the other side of town and you would do some bullshit, right? Yep. Terrorize some kid, break a window. You would do some bullshit on your bike. <laughs> break into Fazio's when right. it was all boarded up. <laughs> exactly. But you would do some bullshit. And by the time you got home, your dad was standing there and he was pissed. And he was pissed. And this is before the internet, everything else, right? But he was pissed because he knew what you did. And he knew what you did. Because people in the community knew each other. And they saw Danny Wilkinson breaking into Fazio's. And they got on the phone and they called your dad. And they said, hey, just so you know, Danny just broke into Fazio's. And you got home. And there was no burden of proof. Your nope. dad wasn't like, well, I need to see video. You know what? Bob Jones, his word's good enough. You came home and you got the shit kicked out of you. And you got your bike thrown in the garage for the next four months. Hey, here's the lawnmower. That's all you're going to be riding. Right? But that's because the community all knew each other. Everybody knew each other. Name 12 people on your block. You can't do it anymore. You know your immediate neighbors? You don't even know the guy lives across the street from you. I don't know anybody lives around me. I mean, I'm as guilty of it. But nobody cares anymore. Nobody knows anybody anymore. They don't want to know you. Get to know your neighbors, man. Right. Get to know your neighbors, form a co-op, and start educating your kids the way that you know they need to be educated. Pull them out of these government schools. Tell these government schools to kiss your ass. And I know there's good schools out there, but by and far, the large, the vast amount of these schools are teaching your kids things you don't want them taught, but you don't know because you're too busy working. Side note, I kicked somebody's ass in front of my house and my dad watched me. Mm -hmm. And then when I walked up, I was like expecting a high five and he slapped the shit out of me. 
for bringing the fight to the ground and not keeping it on the feet. <laughs> I was like, what the, what the, ain't no rules. <laughs> there, there is to him. Nah, man. Dude, he's boxer, bro. He's, he's, you know, if you bring it to the ground, it's cause you can't I was going to say you got in trouble because you didn't keep Dukes up. <laughs> yeah. Right. You, you see that video? The ground. What are you thinking? Uh, see this video. It's uh, it's an old guy and his probably a grandson, maybe a son. And he's like, he's trying to teach him how to fight. He's like, you got to keep Dukes up. And he's got his hands up in front of his face. And the kid drops his hands and the old man slaps the shit out of him, right? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, keep them, keep them Dukes up. Keep them Dukes up. And he drops him again. Pow, slaps him. The kid's like, God damn. He's like, keep them Dukes up. Keep them Dukes up. And he goes, now hit me. And the kid just comes around out of nowhere. Hits him right in the temple. Kapow! Knocks the old man down to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> old man gets up. He's like, he's like, pops, you okay? He's like, ah, damn. God damn. <laughs> God damn. At least you got it, boy. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Gotta I keep the yeah. dukes up. But I tell you what I went from, I went from being on the highest high to be like, you know, yeah, you got to see me put in some work, dad. And, and, and then he had to check me like, nope, it's not how we're doing it. Who won? Oh, that didn't matter to him. Mm-hmm. He's old school, but now he watches UFC. I bet you he loves jujitsu now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, how come you didn't fight like this when you were a kid? I'm like, shut up, asshole. <laughs> oh, shit. So, what do you got? Well, we got, so you got Fetterman. Now, it's this is chopped up, but it's all, it's kind of like a Fetterman's greatest hits and his only, uh, his only public stop since he had his stroke. But here's Fetterman. Here's, and if you're in Pennsylvania, John Fetterman's running for Senate in your state. This is your guy. You could have picked any part of Pennsylvania where we're going to start the campaign trail starting. Let me tell you, two years ago, I was talking to the, the media and saying them folks, you want to know who's going to be the next president? Do you know what I said? I said, tell me one thing. Tell me who wins, Pe- is it, who wins Erie? 25 of those counties, more votes. 25 of those 50, uh, those 54 red counties, more votes, more votes than Dr. Oz in those counties as well, too. I gave away the lieutenant governor governor in Pennsylvania, the only lieutenant governor in the history to do that. And you can count on us to eliminate the filibuster. Eliminate the filibuster. And let's, let's get some stuff done for America. I mean, clearly this guy is not all there. The stroke has affected him, right? He's kind of like Biden. He's got his keywords. Ah, filibuster, eliminate the filibuster. Everybody claps. How are these people clapping? How is everybody not just sitting in that audience right now like, the fuck? Why isn't anybody going, hey, when you don't have control of the House and Senate, you're not going to want to get rid of the filibuster. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but they're not. It's a history of now. History of now. They don't care. And they don't care about what's coming in the future. This guy will be on TV going, we shouldn't eliminate the filibuster now. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, there's all kinds of precedent. <sighs> but I mean, I mean, let me get, here's a good look at him. This guy, Steve Cortez on Twitter said, when Fetterman actually does campaign, he appears dressed this way. This privileged Harvard grad who lived off his parents until uh, into middle age thinks this slob attire connects with blue collar voters. Why? Because he thinks so little of the PA working class. And it shows. So the picture is Fetterman sitting here in a P in like a pair of shorts you would wear to the gym, a pair of black shoes with no socks and a hoodie. That's a car hard hoodie. Now oh, I get the car hard hoodie. Yeah. Car hard hoodie. Because <clears throat> I'm, wear, I'm wearing the same hoodie when I run for mayor of Ridgeville. 
but it's going to be a little different because I'll actually have work boots on that are dirty. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this guy, it's all just smoke and mirrors. And he did. He lived off his parents' money until he was in his 40s. First real job he ever had was lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. What? Where have we heard this before? Oh. Where have we heard this before? The Bernie v- Sanders? Oh, I was going to say the VP. Oh, Kamal Harris too, yeah. Well, no, she at least put some work in. Um, <laughs> no, we're done with dick jokes. Oh. Um, so, but yeah, Bernie Sanders, another one, right? This guy's never held a job until he got into Congress. Mm. Joe Biden, what did he do? What did he do before he became a congressman? No. Joey, Joey, <laughs> I got big plans for you, Joey. He did nothing. None of these guys, Fetterman's the same way. No life experience. And he is a staunch supporter of Bernie Sanders. Staunch supporter. Why not? Free shit. Free, Free shit, shit for everybody. Free shit for everybody. And I just can't believe all the Bernie supporters who watched him get the shaft in both election cycles and they didn't revive the tea party not on only, their end. Not only did he get the shaft, but he took all the money that people donated to him and he gave it to Hillary Clinton's campaign. That's yep. unbelievable. Yep. She's the one that gave him the shaft, man. He put the whole load in there. You're saying the whole dude. I thought we were done the whole load of money. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know what you mean. Um, how about, how about Abe? How about, how about Abe for Arizona says, I'm tired of Republicans playing nice. People will hate, what we do, no matter what, it's time for results. Okay, well, here's the thing, too. Quit talking your shit, Republicans, because I don't believe anything you say. You're going to have to show me results and quit talking about them, right? Back when uh, we did not have the majority, they passed a resolution to overturn Obamacare nine times, Republicans did, hmm. as the minority. Nine times. I didn't know that. Yep. Once they got the majority, Donald Trump's in there. We got the con- we got Congress. We got everything. You know what they did? Nothing. Wow. It's easy to pass resolutions when you know nothing's going to happen. Yeah. When you know you can't. Well, you can say, "Hey, look, we stood up against them," but when you have the chance to do something, you do nothing, and that's what you Republicans do every time. So don't come to me about, "Oh, we need all these results." Show me the results. Show me the results. Right. Now, I will tell you this: that Madison Cawthorn, out of North Carolina has come up with a new contract for America. And he's trying to get, uh, there are, there are already candidates that are signing it. Okay. And you need to look it up. And if your candidates are not willing, McConnell is, is hemming and hawing around whether or not um, he's going to adopt this. Okay. But if your candidate has not signed this, then you need to be very wary because what this is, when your candidate signs it, it's a promise that they're going to do these 10 things. And if they don't do them, you have their signature. You have them signing on to this. Yeah. It doesn't matter how hard it gets. If you say you're going to do it, it doesn't matter how hard it gets. You do it. You do it. I mean, because they, they, they think their word during the campaign has been getting them far enough. And I mean, and that's what, remember when my buddy was uh, hammering me last party I was at at his house. And he was like, listen, I respect you guys having people on and doing your thing, but you're not hard softball. You're not hard enough. And well, this is, I get what he's saying, but you got to understand, you got to give these people a chance to get, to build a body of work. Okay. But if you sign this, there are no, you no know, take backsies. <laughs> yeah. There are no, no take backsies, right? If you sign this, you cannot go. 
and say, you know, one of them is to abolish the income tax and direct the Ways and Means Committee to develop a replacement based on the consumption tax or flat tax by 2026. You can't vote against that and say, well, here's why I'm voting against it. You signed on that you were going to support this. You support it. You got elected because you said you were going to support these things. Your constituency is not going to care if this doesn't get through. What they're going to care about is if you support it. Or don't support it. Correct. Now, you say you're going to support these things, you get reelected, all that's going to do is send a message to the rest of the Republicans that are running that, hey, look. This is what we want. This The people want us to support this. And you get more people on board and more people on board and more people on board. And really, I say Republicans, but it doesn't have to be. this. Democrats can sign on to this. Oh, easy. Democrats can sign on to this. So let me go through them real quick. So here's, here's what the new contract with America is. There's 10 things. I think it's 10. Yeah, there's 10 things. All right. Number one, Grace Commission report. Uh, where am I at? Create a commission modeled after the Base Closure and Realignment Commission uh, to reduce government spending by one third by 2031, consistent with the findings of President Reagan's Grace Commission report that declared one third of the government spending is wasteful. Whew. One third, boy. Hmm. I might even go higher than that, but okay. It's a good start. Number two, enact a balanced budget amendment. That's common sense, man. That is common sense. Why are we not doing that already? Number three, turn around the mismanagement of Social Security because Americans want to help the needy by incentivizing people to work and get off entitlement programs. Number four, abolish the income tax and direct the Ways and Means Committee to develop a replacement based on consumption tax or flat tax by 2026. Hallelujah. Number five, expand opportunity zones. Number six, demand instant COVID compensation from communist China based on an economic analysis of lost public and private sector revenue. I mean, you're talking trillions. Easy. Number seven, promote and, but to demand that instant COVID compensation from them, you can't just demand it. And they're like, well, fuck. All right. We owe you. No, can we settle? You're going to have to get tough with them. We're going to have to put sanctions back in. We're going to have to tariffs. We're going to have to start tariff. You know, Donald Trump, those tariffs that he had coming in from from Chinese goods, yeah, all overturned. Well, but, the, re- the reason we were such a powerhouse that China needed was because of our numbers. Now that India is surpassing us uh, by, you know, twofold, threefold is because they got the numbers now. So I don't think that's going to be as important. I think, yeah, I think China can be like, well, get it off from Taiwan then, bitch. Okay. So I don't think you want us getting on board with Taiwan, China. I mean, I'm we're just, already there. You get well, what I'm saying, right? We were there. We're not yeah. there now. Here's a big one. Number seven, promote and celebrate the American manufacturing and agriculture industry by incentivizing domestic production. Huh. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that we could do something so little well, to make yeah. America so strong? But that's going to go against that whole global initiative. Sure it is. Sure it is. Number eight, abolish the fucking Department of Education. I may have added a word. I mean, I bet you when he wrote it out, he put that and they're like, sir. (laughs) They're like, look, you can't say that. Abolish the Department of Education. 100% on board with that. Get rid of it. Return all that money back to us. There's no reason Ohio needs to send Washington our money just to get a little bit of it back By us kissing their ass. That's trickle-down economics. And by us acquiescing, I'm using that word a lot lately. I got to stop. The only way you're going to get that money back is if you do what the federal government wants you to do. That's it. 
You're not going to get it. They're not going to send it back to you. Why are we doing that? Why are we sending it to them in the first place? Take my taxes, leave it here in Ohio and use that to school Ohio's kids. Oh, God, sons of bitches. Number nine, establish the English language as the official language of the United States. You're a racist. <laughs> racist. <laughs> Cracker. Number 10, downsize and consolidate non-essential and wasteful functions of the Departments of Agriculture, Commerce, Energy, Health and Human Services, Housing and Urban Development, the Interior, Labor and Transportation, and the Environmental Protection Agency. Oh, no, wait, there's not 10. There's more than 10. The original one was 10. Number 11, create a study to review all spending within federal agencies in order to cut outrageous waste and spending and reallocating a portion of those funds to localized nonprofits dedicated to fighting the opiate epidemic, promoting entrepreneurship within the veteran community, and promoting patriotic civil engagement. Number 12, recognize the past abuse that directors of three-letter agencies have committed in order to prevent further abuse of power. What three-letter agencies could he possibly be talking about? FBI, DOJ, CIA, what? DEA. DEA, ATF. Correct. ATF, all the fun things. Impose term limits on members of Congress, such as six terms for members of the House of Representatives and two terms for senators to incentivize long-term strategic policymaking. Well, two terms is 12 years, right? 14, yep. Yep. 14, impose term limits on federal career employees. Hmm. 15, ensure all congressional bills move through proper order in their respective committees, that all amendments are germane, and that there is only one subject matter per one bill. There's no more of this putting bills out there and there's 150 things in it covered, right? If you're going to call it the Inflation Reduction Act, it only deals with reducing inflation. That's it. It doesn't deal with 87,000 IRS agents. No pork on the back end. 16, protect employer-sponsored insurance from single-payer government-run health care schemes that would abolish employer-sponsored as well as individual insurance. 17, protect patients with pre-existing conditions. 18, require price transparency. 19, end America's 80-year discrimination against self-employed workers by equalizing the tax treatment of health care purchased by such individuals and employer-provided health care by providing generous subsidies offset by cuts to government waste through states allowing individuals to shop for their own health insurance and choose their own doctors. 20, preserve health care freedom and choice and expand health savings accounts. 21, end monopolies in the health care system and among hospitals by unleashing individual choice and free market competition. 22, guarantee health care choice for America's veterans. 23, expand the use of... Uh, expand the use and availability of telemedicine. 24, to ensure that parents' rights are upheld, that parents can decide what school system is best for their child, and that federal funding should follow the student to whichever education institution the student attends without stipulation. 25, prevent taxpayer dollars from funding anti-American critical race theory. Prevent taxpayer dollars from funding anti-American critical race theory. 26, create a study and analysis that documents decades of failed progressive governance in our nation's urban centers. 27, prevent federal funding for cities that have defunded their police and law enforcement. You wanted to fund, hey, Wisconsin, hey, Mandela, you want to defund your police? That's fine. Do it on your dime. Federal government's not going to be involved in that. 28, recognize that life begins at conception. 29, enact a parental bill of rights. 30, make political affiliation protected from workplace discrimination. 
if I or a business, if we can't discriminate against you because you're identifying as a, as a Great Dane, then I certainly should not be discriminated against because I identify as a conservative. 31, protect individual Americans from violence by recognizing that every American who can legally own a firearm has the ability to carry and conceal firearms in every single state without permit. Holy shit. 32, prevent future weapons bans by abolishing the outdated National Firearms Act of 1934. You gone. 33, incentivize the use of modular nuclear reactors through expedited permitting. And that's really going to help connect the grid and make it stronger as opposed to putting like the two nukes that we have up here that have 2,000, 2,500 megawatts a piece. And then when they go down, that's a large chunk of the percentage of what Ohio needs to run or the so, South needs to run. So these would basically be smaller nuclear reactors that mm-hmm. are just all over the country. Yeah. Correct. Number 34, incorporate underutilized hydropower into our energy grid. Mm-hmm. 35, invest in basic research and development to accelerate the development and deployment of breakthrough technologies using an all of the above energy strategy. 36, immediately resume work on the Keystone Pipeline. Immediately resume work on the Keystone Pipeline. 37, immediately withdraw from the Paris Climate Agreement, which we already did and then got back in. Thanks, Joe. 38, demand that China, the world's worst polluter, dismantle concentration camps, grant free speech rights to religious political minorities, and offer a formal apologies to the Tiananmen Square Massacre. That ain't happening. 39, impose tariffs on Chinese goods that are produced under conditions that violate American clean air standards. 40, reform the outdated and cumbersome National Environmental Policy Act. 41, I thought there was 10. 41, protect the United States' access to critical minerals to give the United States a global competitive edge. 42, end the Democrats' irresponsible border policies, complete President Trump's border wall, and restart President Reagan's vision of shining city on a hill. That includes both walls and doors for those who want to enter our country legally. 43, prohibit federal funding to sanctuary cities. All right, San Francisco, get money from California. Focus on fighting human trafficking. 45, formally recognize the independence of sovereignty of Taiwan. 46, use a portion of savings generated from the BRAC-style government downsized commission to upgrade our nation's transportation and technological infrastructure by repairing structurally deficient bridges, creating a technology-sound 21st century highway system and delivering broadband access to rural areas. 47, break up big tech monopolies and reform Section 230 of the Communications Act of 1934. Fucking A. 48, to regulate cryptocurrencies and incentivize blockchain innovation. 49, continue President Trump's work to rebuild America's military and prepare it to confront 21st century threats. 50, immediately return war-making powers to Congress. I mean, they never really took it away. They never took it away. They just ignore it. (laughs) They just ignore it. Last war we declared was World War II. We've been in a whole lot of fucking war since then. Immediately return war-making powers to Congress. 51, position our military to dominate air, land, sea, and space by upgrading existing assets and investing in cyber, artificial intelligence, hypersonic weapons, and the Space Force. I hear about all these other countries with these hypersonic missiles. I'm like, where are our hypersonic missiles, right? I mean, I'm sure we have them. Maybe we have them. Maybe we don't. Fuck, I don't know. You know who does know? Russia. China. And the final one, 52, prioritize getting our veterans back to work and easing the transition from military life to civilian life through fellowship programs and by creating economic opportunities. This is what you have to sign if you want to be a conservative candidate. And you need to abide by every single one. 
There is not one here that you can vote no on or that you can't try to further. And you say, well, here's why. I don't care why you're signing on to this. Yeah. I mean, it's bullshit to sign on to, you know, China has to admit Taiwan is independence. The fuck if they're ever gonna. No. They're never gonna. So let's replace that one with something that's realistic and can actually help people here is, is my opinion about something like that. I'm just, I'm just grabbing that one out of, out of, out of thin air. But you also heard how many times it references the good ideas that Trump had. So let's talk about the big swinging dick in the room, huh? Donald Trump, as far as him getting behind these candidates. So what I think they're trying to do, I mean, FBI doesn't raid your place unless they're going to come up and charge you. I mean, they're going to charge him. They're going to charge Giuliani. Anyone well, that, that they raided, see, I, I they're going to charge. I, I just, well, I, it, it wasn't for anything to do with. It's just to get him in a D.C. court. Well, it wasn't anything to do they with... get him in a D.C. court, he's done. No, it wasn't to do with nuclear codes, confidential okay. stuff. It oh, wasn't no. anything okay. to do with that. Whatever the charge is. What it was to do with was January 6th. It was the J6 commission. I think it was part that and part of the evidence that he had on them about their sham bullshit that they did when they when they got the illegal warrants on him when he was uh, running Maybe. for president originally. It was definitely J6 because okay. that's how warrants work, yep. right? They can say, hey, we're looking for nuclear codes. Anything they find... While they're looking for those nuclear codes, it's fair game. Sure. And it's not like the J6 committee is going to be like, oh, we don't want that. Fuck yeah, they want it. You talk about Donald Trump and you talk about him supporting all these candidates, right? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the one candidate that he didn't support who turned against him. Liz Cheney, right? He said we weren't going to talk about candidates, but let's talk about this bitch. Liz Cheney got beat worse than any candidate ever in the history of this nation has gotten beat, Mm -hmm. right? She says, hey, look, I voted for Donald Trump 93% of the time. But now all of a sudden she has realized that he's Satan. 93% of the time she's with him. You never realized what he stood for. But all of a sudden now you align yourself with Nancy Pelosi. You co-chair an actual commission to try to bring him down. Yeah, co-chaired. And you she won't be in that chair much longer. Yeah. Yeah, did you see the Babylon B thing? Producers of the J Sex Commission have announced that Liz Cheney will not return for season two. Um, <laughs> That's good. But you know. You think you're going to be a fucking Wyoming representative and you're going to do that. You're going to turn against, uh, you're going to turn against Donald Trump. You're going to, you're going to align yourself with Nancy Pelosi. You think those Wyoming voters are going to put up with that? I mean, look what we did to Anthony Gonzalez just for voting for the impeachment. And we're Ohio. Yeah. Wyoming yeah. is straight up red, man. They are I, deep red. I wish I could ask him like, if you had to do over. Like, honestly. Yeah. Well, Cause you knew it wasn't going to work anyway. Like you're, it was a throwaway vote. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, if you could do it over again, I'm sure he'd probably stick to his guns and be like, it was the right thing to do. So, listen, all these Republican candidates pay attention to Liz Cheney. Pay attention to Liz Cheney. I mean, she should have paid attention to Gonzalez and and whoever else. And everyone who voted for his impeachment, I think only only two got away. She didn't even have to. She did not even have to pay attention to him. You know who she had to pay attention to? Her constituents. That's oh, all she had to do. The people she works for. That's all she had to do. Man. Had she paid attention, it doesn't matter what Liz Cheney thinks. Liz Cheney can think Donald Trump's the devil. But if her constituents don't and they love him and they love his policies and they want to further that, that is her job. Because then it would have been her job to go, listen, guys, I know what you want, and I can't give you that because I can't stand behind this guy, so I'm gonna step down. Yeah. Or that. Or that. That would have saved some face. Sure. Or that. Nope, she's not there to represent them. She's there to represent herself and her dad and her emotions because her her dad was attacked by Donald Trump. So now she's going to go get even, just like Meghan McCain. Sure. So just like 
what they did here and they raided his place. Yeah. So now they want people to be too scared because he's too toxic. They want people to be like, uh, I know Trump wants to endorse me, but like he's kind of under investigation by the FBI and I don't want it to come out that he did this. And then all of a sudden they can use it. Do you think that's the case in October to be like, this guy's backing you? Huh? I, feel, I feel like all they did by raiding his place was ensure his victory. That's it. American people understand what this is. They know what it is. They know it's a sham. Yeah, but they get to use the commercial. Oh, that's true. They get to be like, listen. We got two candidates here. You got Joe Biden, this young spry guy with aviators. Yeah. You know, did best, you see him trying best, to put his coat on? Best shape in his life. I did. Oh, I did. Geez. I've been there. I've been there though. Can't find that goddamn hole. Put the hand in the pocket. Finally gets it on, gets his collar right, drops his glasses. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, grandpa. Jill gave up on him. She, she just walked she away. Bailed. She, she, she's like 22 steps in front of him while his glasses are falling to the tarmac. Right. But the commercial is going to be, you know. The, the, all that video you saw, the cop cars outside of Mar-a-Lago, um, him him pleading fifth in the, in the New York case they got for his company, uh, and just being like, this is the guy, huh? This is the guy. Yeah. Cause they, they have control of everything. So, I mean, even this, this, um, this thing from, uh, the brookings.edu that I'm reading about Donald Trump and it says, uh, Donald Trump's record of success in primary endorsements has been mixed as my colleagues have written extensively. Um, he has padded that record in part by offering last minute endorsements or in the case of the Missouri Senate race with a vague endorsement. And uh, so so they're just trying to put it out there like he's only backing people who are favored to win. And um, so they're, they're building this narrative of, you know, it's a sham what he's doing and this and that. But, you know, but then when he puts up people against like Oz or when he puts up the guy who, who ran against Jonah, like a Max Miller, it's uh, for me, I feel, I feel like, God, damn it, man, spend yeah. a little time. He was in such a hurry. Spend a little bit of time. Well, since we're talking about the warrant in Mar-a-Lago, I think we should give socialist mop a little, little play. <laughs> Good morning. I'm here to give you an update on the FBI's investigation of Secretary Clinton. What I want to do is tell you what we're recommending. But first, let me tell you what we found. 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined to contain classified information. What difference at this point does it make? Eight of those chains are top secret. Really top secret. Eight of those chains are secret. Mm. And eight contain confidential information. What difference at this point It is it good. Did. And if you don't know, the, the guy you hear is James Comey and the females, obviously Hillary Clinton. So yeah, they made this in response to the uh, Donald Trump warrant. I never saw the FBI raiding Hillary Clinton's house. <laughs> so here's Mike Glover. Uh, Mike Glover is uh, what the president or what uh, he runs Fieldcraft survival. It's a podcast. Right. 
And he was on the Timcast IRL, and I heard this uh, clip, and I just well, I just want people to to understand that um, this could be what they're leading up to, calling conservatives crazy. And and, th- right, and this is the stuff you need to just have in the back of your mind. So when it starts happening, you're like, I've seen this before. I know what's coming. Here's what I here's the prediction from Mike Lover, who runs Phil Cross Survival and and does this for a living, looking at preparedness, looking at threats. Um, it's my academic experience. It's also my counterterrorism, counterintelligence experience. On during the election cycle, we will see uh, a massive disruption, and on election night, prior and after, you will see uh, a, a what feels like civil war and you heavily. Mean, you mean in the next few months? In the next few years, okay? Because we're going to have a lead up. Yeah. All the social media platforms are going to start getting leverage. The the troll farms from China, Russia, North Korea's influence will start affecting us like it did with BLM and Antifa and the election cycle. And what you're going to see up is a lead up attention. And 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 what you're seeing is politician pol- irresponsibly weaponizing government agencies and people. And what you're going to see, in, especially in heavy populated areas, is what looks like a civil war. So... What he's saying is that the government knows the only way they're going to win this thing is by dividing, weaponizing the people against each other. Roll them up. That's it. We're voting with emotions. Yep. So when you see this happening, you got to be smarter. But you know what the problem is? They're not going to be smarter. There's going to be some smart people that are at home like, ah, I know what this is. I'm not falling for it. But the left... Right, they're Tar- gonna they're targets gonna, targets going to be out of black hoodies, bro. Right, and they're going to be selling it on the fact that you know if Donald Trump gets in again, January sixth won't won't be a dry run again. It'll be a you know it'll be a dictator for forty years. Well, and you remember the constant riots while Donald Trump was in, right? And they magically stopped. When Donald Trump gets in there, cities are going to burn again. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean they are absolutely going to burn down to the ground again. And I'll tell you what, I mean, you did go through the contract that Madison, how do you say, Cawthorn, Cawthorn did, and maybe it does deserve its own, its own show, right? Because if it's going to be something that people yeah. well, um, and those have are to the sign things, on to. Those are the things you're signing on to, I, you know, and I got a little confused there, but it is 10. There, it's 10 it covers 10 pillars is okay. what it was. That's okay. where the 10 is. Yeah. The 10 pillars that are most essential, impactful policy issues to the American people. It's government spending, economy, government reform, healthcare, education, culture, and family unit energy and environment, immigration, technological innovation, and defense and veterans. So, and then you're signing on to all the things yeah. underneath that yeah. umbrella. You went a little long on it. You went a little hard on it. But every one of end. those things, I agree with every one of them. I even agree with Taiwan. Let China know. This is where we stand, bitches. Look, China is already a superpower. They're, that's going to be our problem. They're what? What? They're going to laugh. I mean, I mean, why don't, why don't you, why don't you just uh, don't stop there and, and tell them uh, Tibet too? Like, <laughs> Let's let's get all the way up. What does Tibet do for so, us? Uh, uh, doesn't do anything, but makes them admit that you know what they did to those people or the Uyghurs or what you know. Like, <gasps> stop! You can't say. Sorry, that. God damn it! You can't say anything that might even be construed as racist. But you get what I'm saying. They're never going to take a step back. So back. what do you do? So you just let Listen, them keep going. Guys. Listen, you guys. just let them keep going. No, let's put the biggest fucking military base we can right in Taiwan. All right, I'm for that. Yeah, let's well, move. Let's move Guantanamo Bay from Cuba. Yeah, Taiwanico Bay, bitch. Taiwanico Bay. At this point, 
What yeah. Diff- and then and then say <laughs> and then say do an exercise over Taiwan while we have our military base here. It's an act of war. Fuck around, find out. Yeah. Yep. Well, President Dan, he's he's ready. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dan Fetterman. Yeah, um, my Carhartt hoodie. <laughs> Dan Fetterman making as much sense as a guy who had a stroke. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. Are we done? Is we finished or is we done? Who is you? Who is <laughs> <laughs> you? All right. All right. Uh, strong okay. finish. Strong finish. Oh, just the outro. Oh. Oh, sorry. That's it. it. All right, we're out. As always, we thank you guys for your support. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you could drop us a like, drop us a five-star review, that really helps us out. You can find us on Facebook at Pod Bless America. And you can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. You can find us on Getter at Pod Bless America. And you can find me at Jim at PBAPodcast.com. And you can find me at Dan at PBAPodcast.com. So until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Dan. And Pod Bless America. Bless America.